0: Vamos Lions.
1: Bienvenido de nuevo. Bienvenido en to the Lions Share Podcast. That was quarterback Jared Goff having a little fun, a little Halloween fun with the Espanol media last night. Happy Halloween to all the shareholders out there across the United States and the world. Your Lions are six and two going into the bye. Second place in the NFC, a good place to be, but still lots of work to do. Of course. Last night, offensive explosion, nearly 500 yards of offense. Time of possession, dominance with nearly 40 minutes. Turnovers in red zone, bad scoreboard, only 26 to 14. We'll get into all of that. Uh, But as one shareholder said, quote, Lions worst, best game of the year, question mark. Uh, And Dan said he appreciates uh, guys who laid on the line. So here I am, fever, flu, and all. Going to lean on my teammates in this one, more of Mitch and Andrew in this episode. Uh, much to the chagrin of the shareholders. So I'm going to try to be steadfast with the mute, unlike Andrew, to uh, reduce my sniffles and coughs that come across the airwaves, but uh, no promises to shareholders. So um, our order today will be Lions-Raiders trade deadline news because the Lions have a new wide receiver, spoiler alert, and we'll have NFL Week 8, and we'll end with college football. Um, That's great, Mitch. Uh, Mitch has got a live view of trick-or-treaters, uh on his front porch right now that's great um shout out shout out to the ring cameras uh oh i was gonna go to mitch but he's just walked away andrew i'm gonna have to go to you we're we're uh, we just audible live here on the shareholders uh on the line share um what did you think about it last night as a whole and uh, how do you feel six and two going into the bye
2: i love the w um other than that I hate everything else, pretty much. You know, Jameer Gibbs looked beautiful. I take it back. I take all of it back. I loved so much of last night, except for the ten thousand times we shot ourselves in the foot.
1: Yeah, three turnovers on the night, I believe, um, for the Lions. Did not win the, the turnover battle, that's for sure. Uh, Jared Goff had an interception, a timely one at that, in the red zone, in the in that side of the ball. Um, a couple fumbles in there as well. It was just an ugly showing. But if you looked at the box score, without those things, you would have thought the Lions won this, I don't know, 42 to 13, any of those things.
0: So you guys asked for this, so now you're going to get it. So, yes, we put a bowl of candy out as a nice gesture because we have stuff going on and we're busy. Put a bowl of candy out and with a sign that says, take a few, happy Halloween. These shitlins just in front of the camera – I saw one of them legitimately just scooping, scooping to the point where the bowl had maybe three pieces of candy left. So I just went out there and I said, can you come back and put some of that back? Like a few pieces, please put some of that back. What are we doing? Like, and there's a mom standing right there and just let it happen.
1: Parents. Ridiculous. Kids. Some people's kids. I'll say that, Uh, you know, inflation running amok. You can't have that many people taking that much candy. That's not going to work in this household.
0: The next one uh, I will I'll clean up my act here. The next one I will fully use the ring camera and say, "No, put some back.
1: This is the sh- this is the content. We talked about this pre-show. This is the content that shareholders came to see and here. This is it exactly. Oh no. We've got a development. Round 2. I was going to go to Mitch, but we're going to audible once again, Andrew. Andrew. They're back. <laughs> What what can you say What can you say about uh, the play of that defensive line, specifically on Aleem McNeil last night?
2: Uh, they, they highlighted Aleem. I think Aleem was the benefit of a lot of hard work by him in the offseason, but also a lot of hard work from the rest of that defensive line. And I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, we had bugs inactive out there. Didn't need him. Uh, I think we had a Broderick Martin sighting, sighting if, uh, if yes. I'm wrong correct yes. me um, but it was pretty much the entire defensive line aaron glenn when they got the raiders kind of be on their heels early in early in downs was able to dial up a lot of a lot of pressures a lot of blitzes late and uh aleem just won his one-on-ones plain and simple
1: all right mitch i'm going to attempt to throw it to you for the first time tonight that's not related to halloween live festivities so in the notes i had here uh, the fat lady wanted to belt out so many times in this game. She just wanted to sing her heart out. Um, And and Mitch, I don't know how many times you texted in the group chat. The Raiders are still in this. At
0: at least, at least a million because the Lions just refused to put the game away. I mean, I think I said it when we were walking, uh, as we were starting up, the final score should have been closer to 42 to seven. They just, they refused to end the game right, right up to Patterson missing that field goal at the end. So I can't even tell you how many times I said it out loud, but I definitely, the words were mentioned more and more in the house than they were in the group text. Just crazy that they didn't want to close it out.
1: That Riley Patterson field goal was, was I, I I don't even know how to explain that. Um, I can't believe you'd miss such a thing after making a couple good field goals tonight. So, or, or last night, I should say. Um, but yeah, if we want to talk just a little bit more about the box score, I'm not sure if you guys have looked at it, but the, the sheer dominance by the Lions only only to put up 26 points it's crazy 81 to 45 plays play count the Lions 81 to 45 over the Raiders uh 29 to 12 first downs six yards per play to 3.5 um only one more drive than the than the Raiders at 12 over 11. Mentioned it, 486 yards of offense to 157 of the Raiders. Uh, for all intents and purposes, Garoppolo below 100 yards besides some garbage time throws at the end there. Um, Devontae Adams, big, mad. I want to save the talk for the trade deadline, but boy, he was voicing his displeasure, and I, I saw the, uh, the talks he had with the media afterwards. And you could tell he was holding back a lot of things that he wanted to say because he was uh, big mad, and rightfully so, because this is just a sorry franchise uh, under the helm of Josh McDaniels.
2: Yeah, you saw uh, Devontae slam the helmet down on the sidelines. I was getting a lot of texts from the longtime Lions said that – that guy clearly doesn't want to be in Las Vegas anymore I think he wanted out of Detroit as soon as possible, so sad to see he wasn't gonna be a lion um, but I think it's safe to say that he is gonna be looking for a new home next year
1: absolutely thought we might see something at the deadline here um I think i don't I don't want to get too far ahead here but in 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 our prediction show last Wednesday we had said or Mitch had said um. Brandon Staley, if they lose to the Bears, Brandon Staley's going to get fired or be certainly on the hottest seat ever. Uh, how hot do you think the McDaniels seat is right now for him with the Raiders?
0: I don't know that his... I feel like it should be hot at this point. He's proving something's wrong because it's like, like they're targeting Devontae. So it's it's really odd to me that they're targeting Devontae, but they just can't seem to figure it out. Um I would imagine he's not going to be around it. If he's not above 500 next year, he's definitely gone. Or if they only win maybe one or two more games, he's probably gone this year. It's tough to say the Raiders are
1: weird. The Davis family is weird. They, they certainly are. Um, Andrew, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Uh, the only thing I was going to say is I don't know if you guys noticed, and I don't want to be one to talk about a man, but, Josh McDaniels looking a little pudgy, might have gotten too fat of a contract, might be eaten too well, honestly, um, and maybe lost his drive. Some are saying that about Deshaun. Too
1: much banana bread? That's a silly question. There's never too (laughs) much banana bread. (laughs) Uh, We talked about it in the pre-show. Max Crosby, uh, obviously a menace out there. I thought they did a pretty good job at containing him. What did you guys think?
0: He definitely was disruptive to start the game. Um, obviously had that play on, on J-Mo, which I think that's just a, a design flaw to start with, especially, again, Max's early plays were just leaving him unblocked. If you got a big body at the end, you can do that, but he closes so fast. So, yeah, I think after they made some adjustments and schemed him up better, uh, they, they, definitely, they definitely kept him quiet in the second half of the
1: game. Yeah, one 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 tackle for loss and one quarterback kick. No sacks for Max Crosby last night. That was a key for me for sure. And uh, I don't know if you guys caught the hot mic at one point when he had that TFL. I think um, hit the uh, hit the American well the worldwide viewers with a let's fucking go.
2: Yeah, that wasn't the only time the hot mic got him. I think at uh, I think at one point he looked over. Aaron Glenn and said, or maybe it was uh, Ben Johnson that he was talking to. Uh, not sure, but he he looked over and said, like, you can't block me. I need somebody else.
0: Well, in addition to, like, getting right and you almost got to Goff and right in Goff's face, just said, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. It's like, oh, he's letting him know that for sure.
2: He was vocal all night. That's that's no doubt
1: it was nothing about uh i hope to be your teammate after the deadline tomorrow nothing like that nothing friendly although at the end of the very very end of the game <clears throat> they had their embraces um and and one more hot mic moment was in the post game show the you know a lot, of, a lot of lions fans sticking around Hollywood blue strong obviously um a lot of them sitting around to watch the interview with gibbs on uh sports center there uh, and uh. A woman in the crowd had uh, had an LFG as well. So F-bombs throughout the ESPN broadcast yesterday. FCC might be in contact with them after this. Speaking of women in the crowd, do you think Gibbs is trying to get that girl's number? He totally stole that from me. Um, did you see the Lions Twitter account, X account, um, hitting them up? The, the, the husband and wife, I assume, or a couple. I, I think they're a couple. And I can't make any assumptions these days, but... I think they're a couple um and yeah kind of kind of seemed like it could be a potential cuck thoughts we saw the hands we saw the hands where the hands went with Gibbs there
2: I saw that guy too
1: yeah I think he was happy about it typical midwestern I, I think in typical Midwestern fashion he thanked them for you know being there and and said he's you know happy for them.
2: I was just, honestly, I was more shocked at how fast he got into the stands. I mean, it was light speed. I think you said it. Somebody said it in the group chat. It was light speed that he got. I thought he was just, you know, jumping up, high-fiving. And the next thing you know, he's turned around in the stands, and he almost got gobbled up by the pride.
0: It was crazy how quick he got up in there. Crazy. I mean, he just jumped, and then those two just, she scooped him up. She's ready for him
1: we talked about it in the text via text um you hear joe buck say uh where do I, where's my uh Jameer, Come back something like that is is the quote i think uh and we both we i think we all felt the same way oh that means there's a flag and uh this play's coming back cuz it was one of those plays where he gets around the edge and you're like those are the plays where you get the holding on the edge there um and in the way things were going for detroit it, everything was getting uh getting yeah, everything was falling apart in the red zone, so it just seemed storybook if that was a, if that was a penalty. But uh, typical, typical Lions fan there, always paranoid about things N- until the PAT goes to the uprights. I'm never sure that it's a c- confirmed touchdown, uh, especially not with the Cleet Blakeman crew. Um, so let's go there. How about the fumble that clearly wasn't a fumble? Clearly, he's on the ground. I'm not sure how he's going to levitate to not be on the ground. And, and Max Crosby, to his credit, rips the fumble out. Uh, smart. Heads up, play for him to do that. However, clearly forward momentum stopped, um, and clearly he's got to be down in that situation. What do you guys think about the call?
2: I'm going to be honest with you. I think Max Crosby bullied that official into calling it a fumble on the field.
0: I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you guys slightly. Where if there's no whistle, you have to like he, Max Crosby's just doing his job and playing. I don't mind it's it's just one of those things where if you're the referee how many times have we seen something where it is a fumble but they don't call it a fumble so then like the other team loses out on it so i think shoe on the other foot we probably feel differently and to me it's more just about you're if you're craig you have to hold on to the ball like you know what you're getting yourself into you're going right up the gut you just got to make sure you secure it so it's just a kind of a toss up. And I knew once they called it a fumble, it was going to stand there. Just clearly wasn't enough too much mush going on in the pile. Just kind of a bad situation for the lions. Do you think
2: eventually <clears throat> we're going to get to the point where it's no longer a replay to possibly overturn the call on the field or is more as like a replay Here's the call on the field. Yes, it stands. No, it should be this. Let's just get the right call regardless. So it adds a little more to throwing a challenge flag if you want to go that route.
1: It kind of feels like it's going that way with like the uh, the Sky Judge or whatever they want to call it, where they, they kind of make some of those clear-cut ones without going under the hood, so to speak, without bringing out the monitor. Um, so it feels like it's going that way. Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, Anyways, um, let's move on to the offensive line. Uh, Obviously, no Ragnar in this one, no Jonah Jackson. Um, I thought Colby Sorsdahl, as well as um, who uh, we had, we had Skipper, Dan Skipper back in action uh, once. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. I always want to say Awasika, but Joe Joe Buck was calling it like Awasika. Uh, So something like that, right? Um, Ayahuasca. Uh yeah. Shout out Aaron Rodgers. Um I thought the Ay-waseka? offensive line stepped up though. I i was I always want to say awasika, but uh no, regardless. I digress. Uh, what'd you guys think about the offensive line coming in today? Um without two two key members.
0: I thought they stood up, to be honest. I was I was worried about it. I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize how banged up the Lions offensive line was, so was a concern for me coming into the game. The Raiders defense is not to be pushed around. I mean, they're pretty solid. So I thought they did a good job. Uh in you know, just in general, the bye week couldn't have come any sooner. They they needed it pretty bad. Agreed. Also, one of those things I'm
2: surprised they didn't go get some offensive line help here at the trade deadline. It seemed like a couple of those guys were moving. But uh really I like to see uh what was it, Swordsdale, the uh the rookie. Another rookie getting uh, getting a start in this offense. So good to see him get some like actual meaningful. I know he's he's had some reps in, throughout the season, but like to start a game to go start to finish. Um, I think he had a holding call in there, but uh, other than that, I thought he had a pretty good game. Didn't really see anything to say otherwise.
1: Yeah, I think he got the holding on the one that was the coincidental, uh, also a horse collar tackle. Um, Definitely a horse collar, maybe not a hold. I don't I thought that was questionable. Uh, I thought Colby played pretty good considering, like you said, a lot of jitters to get through there. Starting your first game, had some action previous games, but uh, thought thought he you know filled the void fairly well. Still need some more depth, like you mentioned. Didn't address that at the trade deadline, and uh, yeah, injuries running amok. Perfect time for a buy here. Get that unit back to full strength because it's not the same team without it, and uh, they're David Montgomery as well in those in those talks. So let's go to uh, the star of the night, and uh, this will lead us into our band players. But we finally got the Jameer Gibbs breakout game uh, that we wanted to see. Mitch has harped on this show several times in previews, saying get Gibbs the ball in space. Get Gibbs involved and it just it seemed like it was a slow process this year. We saw flashes of what Gibbs could be, albeit with the tandem back style with, with Montgomery. So that had something to do with it. But Gibbs able to take the spotlight last night and uh showed up and showed out in prime time.
0: I have been talking about it for quite for quite some time. And even even last night I was I was texting you guys like the holes were there. The holes were there all night. So I guess I didn't give the offensive line as much credit as I should have. Gibbs just wasn't hitting him. He made me eat my words, obviously. I think they got him the ball a couple times, created some space for him, gets his confidence up. All of a sudden, he's running to the holes and squirming through the openings when they come up. Um, yeah, he played amazing. It was it was a coming-out party from him. for him. I think everybody's talking about him now. And I think once Montgomery comes back, I don't know how – what are defenses going to do? Who are they going to scheme against? Uh, He's scary. And I think it, it all just goes to show why Brad was so excited that they got him at 12.
2: Yeah. It's, it's nice to see. I think we, I think I've ragged on him at least personally on this show saying that he can't run between the tackles. So happy to see him go all game pretty much by himself. A little bit of help from Craig Reynolds. Um, But yeah, up through between the tackles on the outside, catching balls uh, Pretty much did it all Uh, the other night. It, it, yeah, coming out party is, is the way to say it.
1: 180 yard, 189 yards from scrimmage between passes and re- receiving. Uh, 152 of those on the ground. Craig Reynolds also added 74. I'm around St. Brown with another 100-yard game. I believe this is his fifth one of the year, um, which is one away from his. He had six his whole career coming into this year and he's already got five this year halfway through the season. So it's great to see, uh, he, he was also playing with the flu. So you gotta, you know, gotta give him credit there. Uh, needed him in this one, um, for sure. And Laporta also added 57 yards. So let's talk about the defense defense showed up, showed out six sacks as a defense. Um, mentioned it earlier. Lee McNeil is going to be my Bam player, nominee as well as Gibbs. Um, I know, Andrew, you had several shout-outs in the group chat to Kirby Joseph last night as well. Uh, Could could make the argument for Alex Anzalone as well. A couple good hits out there last night and some sacks. Um, But uh, all in all, good, solid performance from the defense. Uh, But I think uh, Aleem is going to be my nominee for that.
2: My uh, nominee, my A player of the week for me, has got to go to Lomas Brown, inducted into the Pride, the Lion Pride, last night before the game. He's now co-host to be the voice of the Lions on the radio. Um, Ben, if you could help me out. I forget the other guy's name. Dan Miller. Thank you, old Dan Miller. Yep. Uh, So Lomas Brown, got to give the shout out to him. And then, you know, let's throw Dan in and then Danny Rogers as well and just get the whole crew involved.
0: TJ Lang. Get TJ Lang in
2: there. Apologies right. if, if I missed any apologies.
1: <clears throat> the producer, the I'm, director, I'm just... all those <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, come on. Don't get on truck. your soapbox now. Oh, Jeez. Oh beats. The I'm, I'm gonna copy Ben's. I'm all right. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm gonna copy Benz and go, but I'm gonna go Gibbs first. He played, he played lights out. McNeil though, again, I know you guys were talking about it when I was out screaming at teenagers, but McNeil, I, I love the little nugget Troy Aikman dropped. He dropped 13 percent, not not weight body fat percentage, 13 percent body fat percentage. So it's paying dividends. Uh, he looked really good, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Gibbs and then McNeil.
1: Andrew, uh, what's the commercial? Who's, who's the company that's uh, 877 Cash now? Who's who's the company that does those commercials?
0: J.G. Wentworth.
1: Is it, is it J.G. Wentworth? Okay. Uh, I thought last night <clears throat> something was developing with Gibbs. Obviously, Jameer Gibbs, J.G., uh, Jared Goff, J.G. So I think the future for this Lions team is going to be all about the J.G.'s. Just remember that one, folks, because they both have the same initials. Kind of cool, right? um maybe cooler than maybe cooler in my head than i thought but now talking it out doesn't sound as cool could have been the hundred i thought that was gonna be uh i
2: thought that was gonna be an imagined dragon stroke
1: right there i
2: was afraid to say it
1: i'm i'm not not available to cue those up at at this current time however keep your uh keep your eyes open keep one eye open did you have anything about kirby joseph i tried to i tried to cue you up on that uh what what can you say about him? i mean he had he had the interception, of course. um uh, what were you seeing out of Kirby that made you so enamored?
2: The guy's all over the field he's lightning quick he it's 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 really fun to watch the all twenty two and see Kirby on the field. It's like he baits quarterbacks into throwing balls to receivers. He gives just enough cushion and then he's got like downhill quickness to just just break on a ball quickly get to a receiver or get to that ball as it's coming into
0: a receiver's hands.
1: Do we have more trick-or-treaters?
0: No, that was, it's a home team betrayal by lady line number two, filling up the bowl out there.
1: Oh no! This is gonna this is gonna cause arguments for days, folks. This is not gonna yeah, end. This lately. is putting a bad. I'm, precedent. I'm
0: telling you guys, I, I've been I've been distracted. I haven't been available to you guys <laughs> or this podcast because I'm so fired up still from what happened. I can't believe. I, I listen. I can believe that the kids did it. Like they're teenagers, which I don't know how mm. old you guys were when you stopped trick or treating. Maybe move on with your life. But neither here nor there. But the fact that I went out there and there's the mom just ignores me coming out there. And telling the kids, like, can you come put some back, please? Like, I still am fired up about it. But I, I, I don't know how much more Port Wayne trick-or-treating hour, hours are 530 to 730. So there's a 35-minute window for me to go out there and mix some things up with some parents
1: if I need to. Oh, man, this is going to end up. At I a can't Facebook wait argument. for you
0: to be a dad. <clears throat> I, hey, thank you, Andrew. And I don't care if I end up on Facebook somewhere. No, who's going to argue with me like.
1: The sign says it's out there. I swear Let's move on. Let's just move on. Let's move I'm sorry. On. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring it back sign, up. But I'm a sign. It's a great song, by the way. Uh uh one last thing. Andrew, I think I think Andrew trick or treated till he was 17, 18.
2: Hell, I think you and I went out there one night after the casino.
1: I don't know. If that that we cannot confirm or deny that. It was probably not the casino. <laughs> oh, it was probably my the, God. Probably the probably the cyberquest arcade actually for for
0: I'm 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 legitimately looking forward to fast forward 5 years from that listenership podcast is right behind Rogan like we're we're making a ton of money and it's great and I get to go out on Halloween night and I'm passing beers in my huge yeti tumbler that's fine but yeah these kids got me fired up they got got me fired up I don't know what it is
1: <laughs> they got under your skin I love it <clears throat> Kids so these fast. days. Kids these days. So fast. Yeah. S- speaking of Some trick-or-treaters and Halloween. We had a ton of costumes before the game. Obviously, a lot of the players. Uh a- Aiden, Shark Boy, um, uh, Glasgow with the of uh, uh emo outfit. Um it was a Glasgow, right? Am I making that? No, it was Glasgow. It was Graham Glasgow. Yeah. Uh Glasgow
3: went hard. Will be the night that I will <laughs> fall for you over again.
1: Um <clears throat> and then obviously, I don't know if you guys saw, but how many Anzalonis did we have in the stands?
0: That was. I cool. think they
2: were handing them out. And speaking of that, Mitch, did you notice uh, pregame, you know how you said a couple episodes back, you love when uh, stadiums give things to fans that light up and everything. You had the l- white flashings and the blue flashers.
0: Ben, Ben, I've got you. I- I've got you. Some of us don't like that on this podcast. Some of us don't like when you know they do the flashing and the light and color coordination. I just happen to love it. I thought it looked so cool pregame last night. I thought it was awesome that Ford Field did that. The top of Ford Field was lit up, like the color scheming they were doing there looked cool. All the wristbands, where everyone's like it's flashing blue and white. Andrew, I thought it looked awesome. I don't know where you land on this fence. I can tell you where someone else on this podcast lands, but you're a fan. Because it's sweet. It looked sweet, did it not? I thought it was
2: so cool. I, we had the Lady Lion here. and Let's let's not do injustice to the intro we had as well. I'm sure Ben wants to cue that up. But that right into the, the light lit up stadium. Oh, my God. I felt like a kid again watching Monday Night Football. We had the Lady Lion just... It, it, she's dialed into it now.
1: Dedication. That's that's absolutely right. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'll save my viewpoint for another day when I've got the brain capacity to do well, so. No, well,
0: no, we're here. Well, no, just no. give it quick.
1: Look, Tommy's already indicating that we are over time here for this Lions Raiders segment. So uh, I don't make rules. I, I don't make rules. You guys
0: said. You guys said no. This is what the listeners want. They want you. To, they want the Halloween experience. And now here we are. Ben doesn't like it. People think I'm grumpy because I wanna I wanna run trick or treaters over with my car. Ben doesn't like the lights, so that's where we're at.
1: I just don't like when they do the this the like go to pitch darkness and then go to full <laughs> light like back and forth, back and forth. I'm not prone to seizures, but it's gonna make me prone. That's what I will say. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? <coughs> oh, whoops. <coughs> oh, I was gonna. I was trying to hold that back. Um. Uh I think that about does it for the Lions versus Raiders. I think that's everything I had to say. Uh oh, this was the last thing I was gonna say. Um we were we were all pretty close with our predictions. Mitch, you had 24 to 4 uh sorry, you had lions 24, raiders 13. Uh you were one point off on the Raiders score there. Andrew had 35. Uh should have certainly been north of 35, should have been 35, uh to 17, the Lions over the Raiders, and then I had the Lions 27 to 13. So Pretty close on, on all of those. We all did a pretty uh, stand-up job.
0: Halftime capsule, Monday night football, leaving way too many points on the board. Don't love to see the end the red zone trips ending in field goals. Uh, too many passes from Goff on pace for 52. They need Gibbs to step up, um, finish, finish the half strong there, hit the hole hard a couple times. That's what's been needed all night. The holes have been there. Just need Gibbs to hit him quick. Feels like he's waiting for the play to develop for a little too long. Um, it's there. They just got to close. They they the offensive is is moving the ball. They just got to cap- capitalize on the opportunities. Josh Jacobs getting a little too hot for me. Garoppolo hasn't been able to get anything going. So if we can if we can stop the run, capitalize on the opportunities, they can blow this one open in the second half. Go Lions.
3: Halftime capsule, Michiganders, please. Send blankets down to us Texans. It's very cold here, and uh, I'm got some. I'm playing hurt right now. I've Got a flu game going on for Sir Snake Brown. It's a flu game for Ben. Uh, the fever last checked is 101. So um, if I don't make any sense, that's why. Uh, first of all, the costumes coming into the game were electric. Um, we don't have Ragnar out there. We don't have Jonah. We've got Sorsdal Doll in there as well as Io- Io Um So the banged up offensive line is doing okay. Only three field goals or uh, three, three field goals right in a row there. That was tough, but I loved what I saw in the last drive points going into the half. That's huge as the Raiders will get the ball. So that's huge. Finally making some connections there with Jamo and Laporta down the stretch. Good, good, good. Gibbs getting involved early. Um, would like to see him get more involved. Once again, the first drive was good and then they kind of backed away from him. Uh, Mitch is going to say it, but the run game needs to be better. Agreed. And, uh, Alex Alex Anzalone, uh, great hit on Garoppolo. The uh, Raiders' offense looks terrible right now. I believe I just heard it going into the half. ESPN said they haven't completed a pass to a wide receiver yet, so more of that. Uh, Got the one turnover. Lions turn the ball over. Turnover battles uh, at 1-1 right now, if I'm speaking correctly here. Uh, What can I say? The Lions are a much better team. Don't let the Raiders hang around. You're much better than them. Don't play down to them. Let's go, Lions, in the second half. Let's go 6-2 in the bye.
2: Okay, shareholders, here we are. Halftime, Monday night football. 16-7 to 7 Detroit Lions. Before we get to anything, let us start by saying what an intro. Getting the blood flowing. First, we have Dan Campbell crying. But, yes, you know the intro I'm talking about. A little bit of Snoop Doggy Dog. And I don't know the other guy but it was a little bit of i can feel it coming in the air tonight all right enough of that i'm gonna feel stupid if i was wrong on the actual song but that was the tune i feel in my head so we're going with it 16 7 could be better defense is pretty much holding tight on that one drive you know they were getting gashed down the middle Um, So line, just got to reassure themselves Anzalone missed a couple tackles Linebackers just have to be stout Other than that, looking good Kirby Joseph playing a game today Offensively Just got to finish Other than that, looking like a good team Bounced back from the Ravens Just got to finish Just like like I said Finish So that's what's got to happen in the second half as well Finish Finish this game offensively. Defense, probably going to make some uh, changes. They're going to try to get outside quickly. I think Kirby and uh, Jerry just got to keep closing the outside, force back to the inside for the contain.
1: Let's go, Lions. Let's go to to the trade deadline news that we had. Obviously, the trade deadline today on Halloween, the 31st of October, 4 p.m. Eastern was your lock for the teams to make the moves. Lions made one sole move. We were hoping for uh, maybe, you know, a DB, uh, a defensive edge, uh, some offensive line help, maybe a running back. But we got a wide receiver, which for a uh, six rounder, we got Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones, a pretty solid uh, guy to get as a, uh, just for a six-round pick in 2025. So uh, I think I'm happy with the Donovan Peoples-Jones signing. What do you guys think about it?
0: I liked it. I think he's... He's a productive punt returner. Not that we need one. Obviously, Leaf is fills that void, but Leaf gets more and more involved with the offense, so maybe it opens him up a little bit. But I think Donovan Peoples Jones is kind of the body that they needed. You know, like Reynolds is Reynolds is the serpent of death, not carrying a lot of weight with him. Um, I like the signing. Obviously, yeah. You know what? Like you said, I wish we would have gotten some secondary help or something on the defense. But for a sixth rounder. I, I feel like it was a good move.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's clearly the Marvin Jones Jr. replacement uh, with him leaving the team and being released for personal matters. Um, so, I mean, it's really just them filling out the receiver room to me. I don't know how much time he's going to see. I think he's got like nine catches on the year. So I don't know how much we're actually going to see of him, but it's just them filling
0: out the room.
1: He's gonna have He's nine gonna catches in his first game. Than Marvin, yeah, 100%. well, yeah,
0: I like that. That's the thing. Like, if the floor is Marvin, we're we're
1: safe. Um, I saw Dan's quote. Did you guys see Dan's quote about this move? Uh, he said something to the effect of, uh, "Felt like they were one injury away from a, a catastrophe in the wide receiver room, so they they needed some depth there." Which is funny. Because uh I think the same could be said about the cornerback situation. We saw what happens when Jerry Jacobs falls down and then Will Harris has to step up. So thought that was a little hypocritical. Thought he um thought certainly if there was depth needed in an area, it was is in the D B room as well as the edge. Uh the defensive line, the defensive edge.
2: Yeah, well we gotta be close to getting um. Uh... James Houston back. He's probably three to four weeks away. He's coming along. Uh, Kaminsky is looking better and better every week. Um, I thought we were also going to get defensive edge help. Um, but what's going on with Steven Gilmore? Are we going to see him at all this year?
1: It's a great question. I don't know. Don't have a good answer on that. I think he's still developmental. He's the
2: only reason. Well, he's the only reason I thought that they weren't going out and seeking.
1: Perhaps. Uh, I think your point about James Houston is exactly right. That's got to be the mentality that they're having as they feel like they get James Houston back here in a couple weeks, maybe before the end of the year, hopefully uh, the end of the calendar year, that is. Um, And then he can be the force that he was
0: back in December. I just read that before we started. They they expect him to come back sometime in December. So probably four to six weeks is the window there. But got to think the Lions are still playing pretty meaningful football well into December. So not, yeah. a, ba- not a bad timeline to, to add a pretty useful uh, tool to your defense.
1: And he had such an explosive second half of the year last year. He's clearly a second half guy. That's going to be perfect for him. Uh We hope that he come back in, in the capacity was that he was last year because he was a menace. Um Scott Daly got hurt in the game against the Raiders. Um, Emergency long snapper was going to be Aiden or Anzalone. That would have been hilarious to see had the Lions have to punt again. But um, so the Lions are shopping for a new long snapper. Um, We'll see what what, uh, transpires with that. They had a guy from the Rams that they cut earlier this year. I think that's who they'll bring back. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. But... uh, uh, yeah, that's going to impact the uh, the punting unit, the special teams as a whole, for sure. Uh, not having Scott Daly out there, a veteran. Um, <clears throat> let's go to uh, trade deadline news across the NFL. First off, we had Montez Sweat from the Commanders heading over to uh, the Bears in an interesting move. They give up a second rounder, which is, at this point, a 35th overall pick, I think. So it's a high or a low second-round pick, however you want to look at it. Um, so a big a big value there. Uh, but Montez Sweat is officially a Chicago Bear. Uh, in that same sentence, I can include Chase Young, also gone from the commanders. They lose both of their uh, prolific defensive players. Um, and Chase Young to the 49ers for a third-rounder. Uh, pretty shocked at both of these. We had heard that this that at least one of these guys was going to move, if not both of them. So not shocking in that sense, but uh, I was not not expecting the Bears to go out there and, and go, get a, go get a guy in a year where they only have two wins right now.
0: Yeah, I think... Clear- you go, you go, you go.
2: Well, I was just going to say, clearly building for the future here, and I, I don't know about you guys, I was more disappointed, and I mean... And Brad and Dan, we trust. We say it all the time, so I'm not not going back on that. Just a little disappointed to see what Chase Young left for, uh, what they had to give up to give him. But I'm assuming he's coming to the end of a contract year, or he's and he's gonna need to get paid here at some point. So
0: you are absolutely correct. This is it. So they basically they still got him for. That, that that was a move that had to make every other team in the league very upset because the 49ers are on a skid for sure, but who, what offense wants to play the 49ers right now? I mean, they they gave up a third rounder. It's a rental. He's a free agent after this year, so he's definitely coming due. But if you're the 49ers and you potentially just gave up a third rounder for a Super Bowl ring, every GM in the NFL makes that deal. Ten times out of ten, except for maybe Ryan Poles, because what the fuck are the Bears doing?
1: I don't get it. Uh, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Montez Sweat is also up for a contract. It if not this year, this coming year, but the next one. Um, so they're gonna have to pay him too. It just makes no like you
0: your your team has no signs of life. Your star ish quarterback is out. I just. I can't wrap my head around it at all. That one didn't make any sense, but the, the John Lynch is turning out to be a stud GM. I mean, the the 49ers are, I mean, they're, they're built for the future for sure.
1: hundred percent love that you brought John Lynch up. That is exactly right. 49ers absolutely going into win now mode. Um, and, and rightfully so. I, they're on a three game skid right now. They're looking to to load up with all the ammunition that they can. And just, I mean, yeah, for a third rounder, not a bad deal in, in any stretch of the name or in the imagination. We had this too. NFC North teams active today in the free agency market or the trade deadline market, I should say. Joshua Dobbs from the Cardinals, Andrew's favorite quarterback in the lead, besides Jared Goff, I think. Um, he's heading up to Minnesota uh, to fill in for old Kirk Cousin, who is down with the Achilles injury. Um, Andrew's got the numbers five up. Not sure what that means.
2: I don't know how many ty- teams that Dobbs have been through. Oh, I I think he's counting them
1: himself. I think you're right. He was a once a, once a lion, a long time lion at, at one point in his career. To, I mean, what are the Vikings? I mean, the Vikings are four and four. What are they with Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs at this point? Are they? You guys think they can make a run with Josh Dobbs? And
0: clearly they, they saw enough. I just don't think their roster is good enough. I don't, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't, I don't really get that one either. I don't hate it. I guess maybe that's yeah something they think they're building for the future. But at that point, if you're the Vikings GM, the lions look, the lions look like they're going to run away with it. And even if they don't, do you really believe you're going to pull, pull within you know, like winning the NFC North, probably not. You're probably not going to have, maybe you can compete for a playoff spot, but let Kirk go, let the season play out. Kirk's leaving anyways. Draft your quarterback. It was a weird move.
2: But the weirder part of all of it is they bring Dobbs in and then immediately get rid of a guard, a starting guard for them. <laughs> That's,
1: that is, that is actually a great point. I, yeah, that was bizarre.
2: And honestly, uh, when I saw that move, and we we talked about it, Brad Holmes and the Minnesota connection, he's made several moves with them. When I saw him go, I was a little bummed uh, <laughs> Did not see him become a Detroit Lion.
1: Do you know what that deal was for? I think it was for picks. I think it was like a second or third yeah. round pick. I think
2: it was a third, but I I mean, there was quite a few deals today, so not sh-
1: yeah, that would have been that would have been nice to have too. Um, but if you're the Vikings, the weirdest thing about all this is they're playing, they're winning more games without Justin Jefferson.
0: It's very, it, it it is a bummer. If you're a Vikings fan, it sucks because they obviously started so slow and started kind of started hitting their stride. So you vikings fan it's tough that career goes out so maybe this one was you know this one's for the boys this one's for the fans but it just i don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me
1: addison is an absolute animal not uh stating the obvious there but he looks like he's gonna be that next guy and, and they've already got jefferson who who may be back in a couple weeks so we've spoke about it in the past but the the vikings um, as well as the Bears and the Lions, all of those guys, all those teams, don't have a bad schedule going forward. It's it's not looking bad for the for the Vikings, Bears, or Lions. The second half of the schedule is not tough in the slightest. So I, I'm not ready to, to count the Vikings out or uh, you know guarantee anything about the NFC North at this point in time. That's for sure. I will I will stay quiet on that front. Uh, some of the shareholder or uh, the Lions fans out there um, are not doing that, and I don't like that. So. Let's let's round off the trade deadline news. We had Rasul Douglas from the Packers heading over to Green Bay or uh, to the Bills, Buffalo. Um, another one there where you would have liked to see the Lions maybe target this guy, and we don't know what they were doing behind the scenes. They may have been active in some of these and just didn't work out. But um, I will say this: the Brad Holmes is a great draft. Uh, a, a, a scout, what you know, whatever he is, great in the draft. Not so great in the trades. I mean, I, I think back to the Swift I, I will, Swift one last year, and it was that was kind of meh, kind of mid.
2: I gotta I gotta come in from the top ropes with some breaking news here. The longtime lion is at the central game tonight. Uh, we got snow football.
1: Let's go. Already had
2: an issue warning, uh, uh, warning issue to the crowd slash bench for snowballs, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> one I one thing it. about is was is Connor Stallions there?
2: I, I asked I, I asked if he saw some pictures you know I don't know if they have wanted posters up in the in the stadium I'll ask that next um, but they might be on high watch for him
1: right now. We'll we'll get to that in the college football segment.
0: I, I was gonna say Ben since you're talking about it so so Pro Football Focus came out and graded all the um all the you know all the uh, trades today very rudimentary Lions got a great Browns got average for the trade today. So there you go. Something to feel good about.
1: Yeah, I mean, did DPJ for a sixth rounder? That's great. I just wish I think, you know, we left some on the table there by not being a little bit more aggressive if you want to win now. I mean, like the 49ers are doing. If you think that this is that year or, you know, I mean, if you think this is a year where you're going to win playoff games, win the Super Bowl, you 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 probably needed to be more aggressive here. Um, if it's, if it's just, uh, if your goal this year is to just win a playoff game, I don't think you had to be aggressive here, but if you want to do more than that, I think I would like to see something else done, whether that's on defense or offensive line, wherever. Um, but I digress.
2: Ben, don't you forget you let us know, uh, he had a name change and you can let the lion share. know. So,
1: but he's might be back sooner than we think. Agreed. It's, it's, it's all that, right? Um, CD Deuce. Uh, I didn't update the Google Doc. It was in here, but I was I was going to talk about it. I guess he deleted the tweet or the X. So now people are wondering did if he maybe he didn't actually change his name. He said the documents were submitted. He's got
0: to figure it out. He's definitely, he's definitely, we've talked about this. He he is the guy you hate unless he's on your team. Yeah. He embodies that.
1: Yeah. I, I think you could put Max Crosby in that area as well
0: i took the words right out of my mouth we were watching the game and lady line number two last night was like i don't know who that is but i don't like him i was like yeah well there you go
1: i think it's the uh it's the red hair that has something to do with it mr no soul out there speaking of his him one last thing uh they they highlighted his tattoos in all the glory and i think it took him like 11 hours 11 hours to do the tattoo i mean i'm sure that that tattoo job costs more than your house mitch okay i mean that was a that was a thing of art definitely
2: more than a down payment on a car
1: well yeah yeah thanks
0: andrew i don't know why we're taking buck shots at our house like i got you i can see your electrical box in your bedroom
1: yeah, it's just for convenient access. That's all. Yeah, we should do hey, something y- about
2: Mitchell, that. don't discredit his his amenities that he has uh, scattered throughout his establishment.
0: That's, uh, that's on me. Yeah, where's your like like pickleball court? You to... Huh?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I did... I did like that Troy Aikman gave a shout out to the tattoo artist. Like, what? how random. Troy Aikman's probably never even looked at a tattoo shop in his life. It's just like, guy's a stud. What a beautiful piece of work.
1: I think he said that right after that. He said, comma, like, I would never it, get one, but. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> but I guess good for Troy. I like Troy. Troy's like, you know, kind of got the fun uncle vibes a little bit.
0: He does a good job. He laughs at himself a lot. I don't. Andrew's disagreeing. I like Troy. I also like Joe Buck. I don't get the hate the Joe Buck hate. I think we've talked about this before. I don't get the Joe Buck hate at all.
1: Yeah, he's all right.
2: I like Joe Buck. I I think like he has a perfect announcing voice. Like it's just like that deep voice. And Troy Aikman kind of almost mimics his voice. I don't know. Plus the Dallas thing, and I just I can't get past
0: it. It's like if Aaron
2: Rodgers went to the booth.
0: I don't like Troy Aikman when he's calling Cowboys games. I will agree. Troy Aikman shouldn't call Cowboys games. Kirk Herbstreit shouldn't call Ohio State games. I know I've said that on this podcast.
1: 100%. 100%. Uh, last thing, tried deadline. Obviously, we said it earlier. Devontae Adams stays put. He's going to be in Las Vegas for the foreseeable future. Uh, poor guy stuck in basically Guantanamo Bay. It's um, It's tough. That's tough with the phlegm in the throat it's okay all right let's go to week eight in the NFL let's let's go scurry mode let's go hurry up through these um obviously a few days removed from a lot of these so uh shareholders already know the outcomes of a lot of these um can't help but notice somebody's changed the uh somebody's altered the fonts in the records recap here uh, I don't know who that could be um I went 10 and six Andrew 11 and four Mitch at 13 and three. Credit where credit is due. Mitch with a solid, super solid week. 13 and three is nothing short of spectacular. Uh, it's something you can certainly write home about. Uh, but all of us above 10 wins, that's always good. In a full week last week, uh, no buys last week. Um, so that puts our r- record recap. I sit at 79 and 43, Andrew at 67 and 55, and Mitch at 81 and 41, eclipsing the 80 win mark already. Um, uh, as we approach shortly here, we over a hundred, I'm sure. Um, that means I'm two games back. That's okay. We've got a new lead dog, and um, you know I'm here to spread the love. Do you have anything to say to your constituents, Mitch?
0: Yeah, I don't have to write home about it because you guys let me on this podcast. So thank you for that. Uh, also, Ben, I feel like this bothers you more than you're leading on. I feel like you definitely were computing everyone's win total and you were probably getting a little far downtrodden by the flu coming off the high of a great Halloween costume according to some people and then you had to fill in the records and you I, I it bothered
1: you I know it did uh, just because I sent the Google Doc late is this why is this where this is coming from
0: I can just hear the disdain in your voice it's not just phlegm there's disdain in there as well
1: it, truthfully you know hand hand up here uh no it has not impacted me um you know sunday watching the first couple games it did hurt cuz i could see the writing on the wall that it wasn't going to be a good week for me and I, that you were going to eclipse me um so i think i you know kind of rooted some of that anger and put it away and uh had closure before the end of the, the week i knew going into it so i'm okay i i like the underdog role We've got a long season to go. You know, week nine coming up here, so I, I, I don't see myself concerned. I see myself in the perfect position, only two games back, and I think Andrew. Andrew had a solid week. We can't take anything away from Andrew here. Eleven and four, certainly great, and uh, only twelve game backs so at twelve games back at this point
2: we Week to week, man. I'm just glad to be included. Just <laughs> glad to
1: be still allowed to be making
0: picks week to week. Oh, uh, I love it. You're, you you also are hitting your shine, Andrew. I love it. You're, you're creeping up. The, the baloney hath been slung. A couple pieces sticking to the glass. Yeah, a little mustard on there to help. Oh, yeah.
1: Not bad, not bad. We had a lot of backup quarterbacks involved this week. A lot of injuries to quarterbacks. It was a it was a wild week to say the least. Um, let's go. Let's go quickly through these Buccaneers at the Bills on on Thursday night. Bills get it done as we all expected. Uh, Bills are now six and three. That's great for them. Andrew, let's let's highlight you here. Panthers get their first win. You had the Panthers here over the Texans. The Panthers now one and six. Texans three and four. The Panthers get their first win of the year. Uh, anything? Anything you want to know about this one?
2: Hey, boys, you didn't listen to the stars. It was written up there. Changes are a-comin', and there's your first one of the week.
1: All right. I thought that uh, Stroud would play better in this one, but uh, he let me down. Um, And the Panthers grinded out. Uh, Knew they were probably going to get a win. Didn't think it was going to be here. Uh, Certainly didn't think they were going to go 0-17, but... Oh, okay. Rams, Cowboys. We all had the Cowboys in this one. Are the Rams bad?
0: I I still don't think the Rams are bad. I they, they might end up eight and nine on the outside looking in, but I don't think they're bad. That game was it just that was a snowball game where all of a sudden there's a pick six, there's a blocked kick safety, the safety kickoff gets returned down. Like it, it just was over in the span of five game minutes. I, I still don't think the rams are bad.
2: I don't think the Rams are a bad team. I think they've got a tough schedule. If you look at the teams and their strength of schedule, we look at it at the end of the year where everything shakes out. I think they're going to end up with one of the tougher strengths of schedule.
1: hundred percent agree. I think they've gotten a, they've been dealt a bad card here better than the record indicates for sure at three and five, certainly better than that, better than a lot of teams that are close to 500. Um, said this in the group chat to you all but stafford's gotta hold the record for hand into helmet impacts where he's injuring fingers it's happened yet again in this game
2: not just once but multiple times in this game
1: poor guy ripin', ripen ripping, ripping, i think came in for this guy backup quarterback for the rams relieving stafford of his duties
0: had, I didn't even know who that was until Sunday. Sean McVay, not a believer in the backup quarterback. <laughs>
1: uh Vikings at the Packers. NFC North battle here. Uh Andrew to the uh what's the word I'm going for here? Andrew Andrew he had the Vikings in this one. Psyche had the Packers. I also had the Packers. The hay. A little Hezzy Hey. Um talked about it in the Trade deadline news about Dobbs going here to Minnesota. Um, so are we officially calling for Kirk Cousins' career over in Minnesota and future New England Patriot?
0: think you put the BAM stamp on it.
2: Boom. Let it be known.
1: Saints, Colts, Andrew. <laughs> really wanted to take the Saints in this one. Bet you wish you did. Uh, the Colts lose this one to the Saints. The Saints are now 4-4. Four
2: Oh brother,
0: these guys stink. (laughs) Andrew not taking the Saints was the best thing for me and you.
2: It was easy. And the Saints apparently
0: in the episode. I
2: mean, these guys are just gonna. These are gonna be. They're just gonna daunt me all season long. I. Mitchell, look up. Look it up. I used it correctly. Okay. Daunt. Daunt
1: daunt or haunt? I think you mean. Let's just move on.
0: Or haunt, anything <laughs> but don't. No, daunt. no, not at all. I
1: disagree.
2: We'll look it up later. Derek Carr may be a member of the fantasy team here coming up shortly, and that should tell you something.
3: Uh,
0: I scooped him up. Great minds think alike. Nice. I
2: had, I still got Dobbs, but he's not going to start this week, so I digress. Uh,
1: um, I'm, I'm running out of energy here and voice. Um, Andrew, you want to take I us just away just, here?
0: Yeah, you want us to do take over for you, BP? Please. Oh,
2: yeah, we can do that. We're gonna move right along. Going to Miami. What was that? The Patriots, Dolphins. What was uh what was the final score in that game?
1: A lot. The Dolphins put up like thirty-seven. I think it was closer than I thought it was gonna be. Jalen Ramsey back.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. That was the big news from this game. Uh, McDaniels was mad that he didn't get the pick six that he called just the pick.
0: Almost, though. It was really close to a pick six. I texted someone right away. I was like, Ramsey coming back was the best thing for the Dolphins because, yes, it was the Patriots, but I think it's huge for their defense.
2: Uh, Moving on to the stinker of the year, I think we can all agree it was a rainy game. Nothing going right I think they said 15 first-half punts. Oh, yep, there he goes. we got a highlight in there. Thank you, boys. 24 total in the game. Somehow the Jets got the ball back uh, with just a a decision that's going to haunt Dayball to kick the field goal, give the ball back to the Jets. They make one long completion. Way to go, Zach Wilson. One or two. I'm pretty sure it was just one. Ran up there, spiked the ball. I didn't think... They got it down in time. I thought the clock read zero, apparently one second, and they win with a walk-off. Well, they take it to OT and then win there. Gross game. They get that right?
1: Nailed it.
0: I think that was beautiful. They won a gross game. You mind if I take one, Andrew? Absolutely. Get me out of here. I want to talk about this one specifically because... Jags at Steelers. Jags come away with the win. A little bit of an ugly game. A lot of rain in Pittsburgh. Uh, Andrew and I were on the Jags. Ben scooped up the Steelers. Jags won four straight. Looked like an absolute wagon. A little bit of up and down. Trubisky had to come in for Kenny Pickett who might be out for a little bit. He took a big shot into the ribs and kind of got absolutely crumpled. So We'll see what happens there. But Jags look like a wagon, boys.
1: What's this? Five. So do the referee
0: crew on this one. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Four, five straight. Yep.
1: <clears throat> a lot five, has been made five straight refs, for the yeah.
0: Jags.
2: Yeah, that's uh that's a lot of black and yellow fans not happy with the black and white.
1: Uh, Kenny Pickett today said he's playing on Thursday, so we'll see. Really? Yeah.
0: He was down forever, so he's just a wussy.
1: Hey, he was like. He's being Mr. Tough Guy in his press conference today. He's like, oh, I'm, I will be there Thursday I'm play. Interesting.
0: All right. Andrew, you want to swap on and off? I feel like we're letting Ben down a little bit here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he doesn't like our energy. But you he, he can log this. off. Uh, Falcons took on the Titans, and boy, oh, boy, I think I want to talk about this one some more. What's his name? Will Levis going crazy out there, boys? Four tutties? And the Tidies win it. Too bad. I think they lost every single one of their players to injury following this game. If you go ahead and look up their injury report, I think it might be two pages long.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty tough for them. I think things still aren't good. I think if uh, if the Falcons would have put Heineke in sooner for Ritter, this probably would have been a different story. But uh, Tannehill's done. That's for sure. I mean, Will Levis, albeit into single coverage most of the time. DeAndre Hopkins, insert the Undertaker meme here, just going off. But Levis was throwing him dimes. So Tannehill's done, and it's, uh, it's Levis's time in, in Nashville.
1: I got to eat some crow there. I, I, uh, I thought Will Levis was going to suck, and I was proven wrong oh so quickly. So I got to eat some crow there. Uh, certainly looks like he's going to be the guy for the future there.
0: I agree. I was with you too, Ben. We, I, I know we both talked about it. We both kind of said like they're going to play Malik and Will, and Will was dropping balls all over the place. It looked good, and the Falcons' defense is supposed to be their strong suit. So a little bit of a surprising outcome. Speaking of defenses that didn't show up, Eagles at Commanders was an absolute slugfest. I actually did watch this one. Actually, I was going to say I was watching Red Zone, but basically watched this one on Red Zone because they were constantly scoring touchdowns. Uh, AJ Brown is an absolute freak. I think he just broke the record for most games in a row with 125 yards receiving. Um, commanders continue to be a very tough play. Uh, a lot of a lot of back and forth. Um, li- a little bit to be made, or a lot to be made, of the fact that the Commanders found a way to stop the Tush Push and Sirianni and those guys just said, "Okay, well I'll take a suck of this," and ran a fake Tush Push for a touchdown. So Eagles continue to roll. Commanders are going to be that nuisance team all year long.
1: Loved the the fake tush push. That was the the fake brotherly shove. Whatever you want to call it, that was my big takeaway from this game. Incredible.
0: That was the 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 equivalent of the direct snap to Montgomery between Goff's legs to me. Yeah. Great play design. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's right up there with the fake spike Mitchell. too, which is always cool.
2: You're going to have to run that back, too. They're uh, they're no longer going to be a nuisance to teams. They just got rid of both their starting
0: D-ends. That's fair. That's on me.
1: You're right. Yeah, open tryouts for the DN position.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, the mute well, monster well. strikes for the first time tonight. And swell. we're just going to roll right into Browns at Seahawks. Didn't watch a ton of this one. Seahawks come away with the win. Uh, The forecast was absolutely spot on. I know Andrew tried to fake out the folks at home, kind of calling for rain because it was Seattle, but it was absolutely perfect. 52 and sunny the entire game. Um, Still a little bit of a back and forth, a better game than I think I thought it was going to be with Deshaun Watson out because that guy stinks. But Hawks find a way and Hawks are sneaking up in the NFC. I think the Hawks are kind of in that conversation uh, with the Lions as well. It's kind of Eagles and then 49ers Seahawks lines in the NFC right now.
1: And one note about that too: the Seahawks obviously beat the Lions, so they have the tiebreaker over the Lions, which could come into play in the end of the year.
0: Not again! Not it. again!
2: Yeah, let's just win win our division. Not think about that. Um, that rolls us into that Cardinals v Ravens game. That this was the one we were just hoping the Ravens. I uh, think somebody had them by a million. Could be wrong. Big.
0: That was fake news. I said they were going to blow the doors off of them and ben, ben put words in my mouth that I didn't belong there. Oh, of
2: course, of course.
1: Sounds the same to me.
0: It's not. It's not. Did you have any other thoughts on this one?
2: No, sorry. I thought I had some trick-or-treaters in the background there. I had to make sure there was none coming to my door. Lights off, get kids. Get
0: your ass out to the door and scream at them right now.
2: Lights. Out. Well, I do have some Oreos that I'm trying not to eat all of, uh, so they can have.
0: Them. Can I ask what but kind?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, they're the the, the two pack boo ones. I'm sure you're we got well aware. The you know what? They appreciate that supporting yeah, team yeah, from Costco. You got it, dog. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was just glad that the 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 Ravens won this one. Uh, Cardinals put up more of a fight than I thought, but that's been them all year.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree. You sound almost word for word what you said in the Wednesday episode, where you you went to predict a score, and then you said, eh, "No, I just want the Ravens to win," and that's exactly where you just landed. So we've come we've come full circle. Uh, upset game of the week: Chiefs at Broncos. Broncos haven't been able to get it done against the Chiefs, and I think sixteen straight, fifteen or sixteen straight, um, and they finally do. A little bit of a uh, little bit of snow leading up to the game, but. In my face, there was no snow during the game. Um, the Chiefs st- are still beatable. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Andrew, I know you've said it. Ben, you've said it as well. Uh, I, ben, I know you want me to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but I just, I just don't want to. Don't want to. So you're gonna have to do it.
1: What are you talking about,
2: Mitchell? Good on you for standing your ground. Don't let him. Don't let him knock you off this ledge.
0: He tried to Houdini me, and not the good kind. The Chiefs are beatable. That's all I
2: have
1: to say. Anything
2: okay. else, Ben, before we move on?
1: Cowboy, take me away. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. It's going to take
2: us to the Bengals at 2 San Francisco. Took it on the 49ers. Uh, trouble in San Fran? Are they about to have an earthquake and break away from the continent? Nah, the Bengals aren't back. Is it? Is it issues for the 49ers?
1: Okay, so more of a reflection of the 49ers on the Bengals in this one.
2: Agree.
0: Uh, the, okay. That's what it is for me. See, I disagree. I think the Bengals are back. I think they, they figured it out. They're starting to click. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I'll go 50 50. Bless you. We sorry heard to it. Make,
1: sorry, to make I did that one. The,
0: <laughs> I think the Bengals <laughs> are back. Uh, but also the 49ers have some things to figure out. Um, but they I mean, they just signed Chase Young. That's ridiculous. You can have Chase Young and Bosa coming off the edges on you. And Debo's going to come back. They're going to get their weapons back, and they're going to figure it out. The 49ers are going to be fine.
2: Well, lovely that they go into a bye, too. They get to get Chase Young just kind of assimilated with their defense before he plays.
0: Yeah, they needed it. They needed it just as bad, if not worse, than the Lions did. Um, Last game, Sunday Night Football, we talked about this Wednesday. Who cares? I think this one ended up just like we we thought it would uh chargers come away with the win i really wanted really wanted the bears to win this one so brandon staley got fired um bears quarterback i can't i can't say his name i have to be honest i haven't tried to say it out loud yet agent agent bay, bay oh i thought it was badge
1: it's Beijing. Ben's
0: Ben's take here: Bajan is the next Purdy.
1: That's not I my take. That's that. not my, no no no. That's a no. you see the quotations. That's from well, no. one of the Bears players said that.
0: Yeah, Bajan is the next Purdy. That's what you said.
1: You said no. it right here. So you took a quote. No, that's and
0: what you the, don't know who the author is, and you took it, but you put it in quotes, but you didn't put it, where it was from. So now oh, it's it yours. Anonymous. It's your quote. Anonymous Bears poor. player.
1: Anonymous Bears player. I just thought that was the most egregious thing I've ever heard.
0: You literally cut me off from saying like Bajan is the next pretty. And I was going to say, I don't agree with that, but you're sick. We're just trying to keep this going while you don't feel very good. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe cite your sources next time.
2: Yeah, for me, this is all about the Bears just gearing up for what they always say. And it's fun to be a Lions fan now that's actually doing some winning. But the Bears are once again gearing up for next year, getting ready for the draft.
0: Except for they just went and got sweat, which still just makes no sense. Yeah. They still have two first rounders.
1: Well, now you're gonna and win a ton of money. Now you're gonna win like six games and be in the middle of the pack for the draft picks.
2: Nobody <laughs> said anything about winning game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. it just doesn't make I it easily could have could have gone into next year with the first and second pick if they just let it play out, but I I don't understand it. College football? You guys want to talk college football?
1: Yeah, Andrew. Did you guys did, watch
0: college football?
1: Uh, a little bit. This weekend? I actually watched quite a bit. Um, Andrew, and it, you would appreciate this one. The old DQ in DQ. The guy's name was DQ and he got disqualified for a hit. Um, so, you know, insert a, insert the, uh, that's a DQ here. That's an inside jug for the shareholders. I used to have, a, well, I still have a Dairy Queen hat. It's got the DQ on it. Um, so a lot of tie-ins there. Uh, the big one from the weekend was Oklahoma losing to Kansas, uh, an electric game, an electric atmosphere. They took down the, the goalpost, which is always a fun, a fun sight to see. That was, that was awesome.
0: Took that thing for a cool. ride too. Was yeah, I was th- going to say quickly. I heard took it down real quick, took it out of the stadium, took it all over the campus. Uh, good one. I know, I know there were some issues in Colorado state, army, Colorado state, I believe or was an AV. No, it was one of the armed forces in Colorado state. Colorado State sideline, I believe it was, got in trouble for throwing too many snowballs. Actually got a penalty called on them. So it's a good way to get your coach fired up. Not what you want to see. So I don't like think I didn't watch any college football, to be honest with you guys.
1: It was uh it was an okay weekend. It wasn't great. Not not a lot of the <clears throat> the two thirty, three thirty window was pretty uh pretty bad. Uh, a lot of the matchups were blowouts. It was. They were. wasn't a close game in that window, really. Certainly not in the premier matchups. And then, yeah, just kind of a mad week. Um, we do have the. We do have the college football rankings that just came out. Uh, the first college football playoff rankings um, at seven o'clock Eastern. So, um, Ohio State came in at number one. Georgia, number two. Michigan, three. And Florida State, four. That's your. That's your top four. And then Washington, five. Oregon, six. Wait!
0: Wait! 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 Stop. You're joking.
1: Nope. That's the truth.
0: This is the devil's night trick.
1: Nope. I wish. i Wish it was.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Things that make you go, hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's fine. that's fine. I will I will say this about um about Michigan. Um, in the preview, I didn't know if we were gonna be recording in time for this to come out. Um, so I looked at a preview of what people thought. It would be, and they had Michigan at five, which is which was crazy in the preview um
0: so it's it's obviously all based off strength of schedule, and now Ohio state has wins over Notre Dame and Penn State, and I get all that, but there's there's just always something to be said about the eyeball test, and Michigan is we'll see what they do against Penn State, but Michigan's rolling everybody. I don't understand, yeah, uh, we'll figure it out, and all time will tell um. I will say, Ben, I don't know if we want to count this. Andrew was kind of right. Daunt. makes someone feel intimidated or apprehensive. I still think he meant taunt, but I think we have to give it to him. Sorry. I know what I meant.
1: Was blowing the nose there. Daunting. Yeah, like a daunting task. Um, I've always heard it as daunting. I've never heard the, uh, the verb form of just daunt. To, to daunt. Yeah, me either. That's got to be rare. How would that
2: word not exist? If daunt teen exist,
1: uh, I don't know. Doth pers- what's the what's the saying? Doth protest something something too much. Uh, I'm gonna. I was gonna. Doth
2: my lady <coughs> my lady doth protest too much. Oh, I've given Simon like eight treats now.
1: <clears throat> well, it is Halloween. It's certainly um, more treats than than Mitch is willing to hand out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fine. Just respect the rules. Respect the sign.
1: Uh, quick quick Google search here, or Google Trends search of the word daunt. Um, seemed to have reached a peak in February of 2022. I don't know what was going on there, but that was when it was used the most. So there you go. Um, then the last thing in college football is, uh, did you guys see the Connor Stallions thing? Um, allegedly cited at the CMU-MSU game. Now we've got our alma mater, well, I, not all of our alma maters, I guess. Speaking for myself here and you, Andrew. Uh, we've got our alma mater wrapped up into this.
0: I yeah, was, I'm sick of the slander. You think that was a shot at me, Andrew? No, no, no. Oh, no, <laughs> we flipped you off.
1: It's no different than any other day, is it? Andrew, okay. what, can we get an update on the CMU game? Currently, what, do we do we know what's going on there? Is it still snowing in Mount Pleasant?
2: Uh, the last uh, statement I issued after the uh, fans were issued a warning, I I just told them to keep throwing, and I haven't heard a reply. So could have been taken away, could have been arrested in the game.
1: Would be for would make for a great story, though. You know, I mean, we wouldn't want to see that upon anybody, but would make for a good story. And we would certainly have to bring him on for an interview after that. Either
2: that, or he threw through a snowball so well that they have him down on the field uh, warming the guys up.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I like where your head's at there. All right. That brings us to closing time uh, on this daunting episode. Uh, not that bad of an episode. Not bad. Uh, we were going to have Andrew lead the show, the entire show and run the show. Um, but you know, that just wasn't going to happen. I, you know, appreciate my teammates being here for me. So thank you guys. Thank you, shareholders, for uh, your patience for this episode to come out. I know a lot of you were expecting an episode on Sunday. Here we are on Tuesday night, Halloween, Wednesday morning for a lot of you folks listening to this, I'm sure. So I appreciate you sticking around. Um, and the numbers from Tommy say the numbers are still great. So next time you'll hear from us is um, Sunday question mark I don't know I know it's the bye week for the Lions obviously so um we may we may have some travel plans for some of the folks here in this chat so we'll see what kind of capacity we come in on on Sunday but we'll have a we're not going to do a, a normal walk through Wednesday because the Lions don't have a game this week and uh we'll just we'll just insert our picks via AI or something or we'll just have them on on sunday's show and we'll use the google doc gentleman's agreement for our picks and uh you're just gonna have to trust us if we all go 16 and oh well there's not 16 games there's 14. if we all go 14 and 0 folks shareholders you have the right to call us out because then you know it's hashtag group.
0: respect the process
1: shareholders uh and yeah uh, uh, oh nope <laughs> That was a little Sir, bit. So the
0: episode's ended. No, Sir, oh, it's ended. It, it, it's it, over. No, it's over. It's over. <clears throat> it's over.
1: I was going to, to talk about that one. I had to talk about the, the lion's charging. possibly no. yeah. I getting flexed. But you can't. So.